Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. I'm Andy. Gooey is right beside me here. We are coming at you for a very, very special series of episodes. And I am excited as heck about this, I gotta say. (laughs) uh, Oh, yes. This is like the perfect blend of everything that we're good at, everything that we do well, like rolled into one. Um, If you are a new patron listening to this uh, months down the line if you're an existing patron we want to thank you for being here of course this series is released exclusively to patrons at a five dollar pledge level so if you're listening to this uh truly from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much for helping support the show and uh we're hoping to give it back to you and and give you every cent of your money's worth and then some when we cover the legend of zelda the cartoon Yes, we were I mean, manufactured uh, oh. for this. It's what we were born for, like <laughs> Zelda, bad cartoon. Our life's work has all led to this moment. God, I, I, so, I mean, this is just, it, it seems like it's too good to be true, almost. And when the idea formed to do this series, we were like, okay, well, maybe we should, uh, you know, we, we want to give back, but, like, how do we do this justice? Because we want to... We want to, you know, go in detail in every episode and not just kind of rush through it. So I think this is truly mm. the perfect way to uh, to do this. And you're going to find out, like, we need the detail because there's just so there's just so much in this this uh, rich series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I ordered the DVD set uh, and you did the same, right, Koo? Uh I nabbed one off of Masi's shelf. <laughs> How how fucking tight is the artwork inside of the uh, the DVD box set? That tweet I posted of it went semi-viral of it. That good old um, shout factory. What? Yeah, a little yeah. disturbing. And you know what? Two episodes in, we haven't even seen our boy the king yet. Yeah, I remember him, but I don't... Yeah, I wonder... I don't know. think he's going to be too important. Well... Uh, we're not gonna, you know. Let's. What say you? We just we want to dive right into this. Uh, yes. I'm fired up. I'm excited. I'm ready to talk Legend of Zelda. A few really quick, really quick notes to uh, to go off of before we get started here. Um, the Legend of Zelda show, of course, was featured on every Friday episode of the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Do you have any good memories of watching that back in the day, Ku? Um, yeah, I didn't watch it. Like, I don't remember watching it on TV, but kind of thing where it's like you get a random tape here or there like you'd go to the rental store and there'd be like a tape with like two episodes or something like that in there i think that's how i watched a lot of the zelda cartoon too so yeah it's not like i don't remember sitting down in front of the tv for this but uh definitely have fond memories of it uh i'm old as fuck so i do remember watching super mario (laughs) shows so like i remember but for for some reason, I remember being on really late at night. So maybe that's maybe I've got that backwards. But anyways, <laughs> I do remember watching it as a kid, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah, this is awesome!" Uh, so here I am, many 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 years later, and feeling pretty much the same way. Uh, so these are short episodes. So these are going to be rapid fire episodes that we're going to give you. The first episode here is probably going to be the longest, um, but each one is about fifteen minutes or so. Of course, we will add our own flair to each episode. This was made with or in association with Nintendo of America, which just blows my mind, because this is a very uh, suggestive <laughs> Legend of Zelda series, full of uh, full of innuendo, if you will. 
Yeah, I guess, I guess that is very strange. Um, but I guess this Nintendo was more down for whatever in this time, I guess. They had cereals and all that kind of weird merchandise, so why not this? I can't wait to actually cover, maybe someday in the future, somewhere way down the road, Captain N. Oh, because that that's just like a mind fuck right there. I you know, I've only ever watched clips, but I, just for the Zelda stuff. But that would be yeah, awesome. I've never to watch. I've never seen it at all. It just seems like so bizarre. Yeah, that's definitely going on the list. Um, So a couple of weird things that uh, are keep in mind. This was this series was made pretty much with only one Zelda game before it ever existing. Um, the Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link came out in and around the same time as the series, but of course production started when there was only one Zelda game. So there are some inconsistencies, and uh, chief among them, rupees, whenever they appear, are called rubies, which uh, which is pretty strange. But the weirdest thing is that there's only two Triforce pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, so you no know. no Triforce occurred. Yeah, this is so, it's drawing just heavily from the first game before they had the Triforce of Courage. Weird stuff to see. And you know what? These fucking things talk. Yeah, I, I love it, too. Some of this, uh, It's great. I think they... Do they always rhyme, too? I think they rhyme. Do they? Oh, I didn't even notice that. I think... That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they're like, if this is the path you choose, you will always lose, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I, uh, All right, let's... T- also, I think, though... I also think in... Uh, the first Zelda game, I'm trying to check. They might have called, they might have called rupees rubies in the first game. I could be wrong. At, at least no. you know that might at least be um, in the CDI games they call them rubies. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! You know this this has the same uh, the same energy as the CDI games. You know there there is something a little bit more manic about the CDI games, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, this this the CDI games are like if you took this show and then like everyone did speed or something. Yeah, like if if Link and Zelda from this show did acid and then yes, they filmed yeah. like a VR perspective, that's the CDI games. <laughs> same kind, same kind of like like uh, big dick energy going yeah, on there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into episode number one. Episode number one of the Legend of Zelda cartoon, The Ringer. This is directed by John Grust and was originally released September the 8th, 1989. And, Goo, I know that we're covering the Zelda cartoon here, but since you and I both had the DVD, and for anybody that's just (laughs) watching along uh, on YouTube, you're missing some good shit because this fucking ad starts playing. And like it's all there's these like cats. Speaking of acid, oh. there's these cats that are just dancing around, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it was called Heathcliff. Heathcliff yeah. And there's this song. There's a song playing, and it bangs. It's so bizarre. <laughs> that I was just like, this is awesome, and it's not even Zelda. Yeah, Heathcliff is cool. I guess I don't really I, remember much about it, to be honest. I, I never heard of it, but I, I was just like, what in the fuck am I watching? Um, I I skipped through the next ads because I wanted to get to uh, to the show here. but oh, There was an ad I for uh, Home Movies, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, 
That, that one was kind of a PG-14 kind of an ad. Even. Yeah, it was a... Well, it wasn't originally, but it, it, it eventually aired on Adult Swim. That's how I watched it back in the day. It's a really good show, actually. Um, but this is not about that. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of that, and I was like, I, I gotta get to solve <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I skipped to the title screen, and like, oh, baby! God, that, it was just like... The music, it, it brought me in. You see the, the green Triforce, just like the... Like, ah, oh, fuck, I was pumped. The music in this is that. cool. The Triforce, I love how the Triforce actually look in the show. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in the show for how bad it is, actually. Oh, I, I was, like, just fired up. I finally pressed play and maybe was greeted with the best thing that I could possibly be greeted with. Hey, Paisanos! <laughs> it's, it's the, the Super, Super Mario Brothers, Brothers Super Show! I'm, I'm doing fist pumps, double There's fist so pumps, I'm doing right now. stopping you from getting to Zelda, but it's such a good trip. <laughs> Fuck yeah, like, the Mario rap just fucking slaps. <laughs> the Brothers, like, this the is Brothers, so the good. <laughs> my, my first note when I heard the rap, I'm like, dude, if somebody pledges us $50 a month and like keeps it that way for a year, Goo and I are going to recreate this fucking thing. We're going to get costumes and do the rap. There's a little part so. of it where there's like the cartoon background scrolling and Captain Lou and Luigi are in the background like running. <laughs> if we just at least did that part, it would be so, it's so funny. It's just, it's, it's on another level. Yeah. It's unreal. <laughs> Yeah, it's so God, it's, that's so good. But we're finally here. We finally get into the Zelda cartoon and like God, this this intro is just I mean, it's just iconic. They they talk over it, but you know, it it hypes you up and we get our first Excuse, excuse me, princess. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be keeping score too, right? I hope. That that's number one. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a running tally of how many uh excuse me's, which I'm gonna dub XMs. Okay. okay, so if I'm saying if I'm saying XM number one, XM number fourteen, XM number twenty-four, you know what I'm talking All right. about. And the good thing is, is that we're getting an XM at the start of every episode, at least. Yeah, you're. So it's there's a guaranteed. At least one. Oh, does that count as multiple? Like, I, I'm gonna count it. I'm gonna count it as multiple. Okay, that's fair. Because we're gonna watch one it. Of them. it. You know, kind of cheating, but uh, I don't we're counting. I love the intro. Yeah. It tells you the entire plot of the show. <laughs> And it's, you know yeah. it's just going to be this on repeat for, whatever, 13 episodes or however many it is. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you don't get better than that. This um, is the Triforce so it, of Courage, Link. The evil wizard yes. Ganon has the Triforce of Power. I, like, have watched it so much, I have it, like, ingrained in my memory. Man, I, I'm going to try not to, like, just harp on the intro and all the subsequent episodes that we do here, but... God, it's so good. It just it just fires you up. It sets the, the tone. music is good. It's good. It, yeah, the music actually, unironically, is really good. And I was looking for a clip of the intro music, but without the voiceover. It's, but I couldn't find one. No, it's impossible. They never release that stuff. So, oh man, if if anybody out there has any like warlock skills and, and can make that happen, uh, let us know at Virtual Theater X or join us over on Discord at Virtual Theater. Let's get into the cartoon. I thought it was super, super fitting that uh, the show starts and Link is sleeping. Like, how perfect Classic, yeah. They And they probably didn't even know it. Well, no, yeah. The, they they might have created, they might have pioneered this. I, yeah, I mean, now that I think about it, this is, you know, this comes out before pretty much every other Zelda game, except for the first one. Yeah, fitting. But I mean, yeah, just, just absolute 
vintage Link right there, <laughs> sleeping on the job. Yeah, this is pretty Never. vintage Link. <laughs> Never change. Um, so we we should note that uh, Link is wearing a long T-shirt in this opening scene <laughs> and no pants. It's a good look. No underwear, I don't think. He's just rocking a T-shirt that's like barely covering his junk. He's he's just walking around. He's complaining how bored he is in high Hyrule. Oh my god! And he says, "The only reason I stay is because of the princess." And Link wants to bone Princess Zelda <laughs> like so bad. Do you have the? Did you write down the line he has here? Oh, you bet oh I did. God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Zelda's just out in her pajamas. She's she's on her balcony, uh, just playing with the birds, and we see Link. Looking good, princess, especially from this angle. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Link. So, oh, like, man. Um, I mean, maybe uh, this is just gonna describe the whole show here. But I love that this cartoon was made based off of one game. Link doesn't, you know, have characterization really in the game, except for maybe some artwork. And so they're like this. This moment encapsulates all of what they decided Link's character would be, which is one, he is a miserable, whiny piece of shit. And then two, he's like a scumbag. My my next quote is uh, from from my fiance, Samantha, quote, this guy's a skeeve, end quote. <laughs> why, why did they decide those are his two character traits? I don't. I don't get it. That's what I mean. It's so it's so fucked up that Nintendo of America was like, hell yeah, Roll Tide. This guy's <laughs> like hit on Zelda. <laughs> like, I guess. Hey, I mean, uh, you know what? Viewing it in the context of like it's 1989, like I I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's ridiculous. I I I get the part where they're like, well, there's probably going to be romance here, and like, what's a really outdated like 80s way of showing it? And so. Even though, even though that's probably worse than the other aspect of his character, what really blows my mind is that they decided that Link is like a lazy piece of shit. Like, why, why does it? He never wants to do anything. What is his problem? I thought he's the hero. Can you imagine yourself I, watching this after playing I, Zelda in the eighties and being like, "Yes, I'm the the great hero who doesn't even want to yeah. get out of bed except for." To look down at the princess's tits. This guy's not even wearing pants for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh I love it. I love that that someone made that decision. I think it's amazing. Yeah, he's he's just so slimy, and like he doesn't really try and and hide the fact that he's slimy. Yeah, <laughs> not who you would think possesses the triforce of courage. No, <laughs> which he will he will go on to possess later. Maybe the show uh, kind of straightened him out a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. This this dude is a he's a slime ball. He's skeevy. <laughs> he's he's gross, and it's great. It's absolutely it's, great. It's good. Yeah. He he kind of reminds me of Val Venus. Except yeah, Val yeah. was actually kind of a he, he, at least he was like working in the ring. <laughs> sure. Well, Link, Link Link gets it done. I, I think when it comes to fighting. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. So yeah, Val Venus. I think that's that's pretty apt. Um. So, so yeah. So we go to the next scene. And uh, there, there are fairies in this show, but they're like the uh, the classic Peter Pan style fairies. Um, I can't remember. Did fairies look like this in Zelda, the first Zelda? I know that yeah. they kind of did in Zelda 2. Yeah, if you look at their like, well, it's from the art 
artwork, it's kind of more like that. It, obviously, the eight the eight right. bit interpretation, but yeah, there's some. I'm pretty sure there's uh, official art of fairies of that, and they they do look more like that, which I think is kind of cool. Like the the classic era of Zelda, like the first two games are drawing a lot more from like classic fantasy, you know, Western fantasy. So I think it's it's kind of a neat little time capsule for the series. Yeah, I like it. And actually, I've seen pictures before where like where like Navi is like uh, the Peter Pan style fairy, but she just shines bright with light. So it kind of makes that ball around her. Yeah, I think that you, was you know the I've seen that idea. Before. But then it was just kind of stuck as that because it became Navi became so iconic that that just became the yeah. way it is. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. Um, what Link does not like is uh, just as he is spying on Princess Zelda, uh, just doing her thing on her balcony, a bunch of moblins burst into Link's room and start fighting with uh, him. Yeah. So naturally, Link grabs his sword and uses a fucking pillow to clobber one of these guys, <laughs> which <is> awesome. <laughs> he also does this thing, which you'll notice every character does when they introduce a Zelda enemy, which is they tell you the name of it it's like almost like an educational program where it's like hey you moblins <laughs> like they <laughs> just because some zelda games their enemies do have weird names so it's I, it's kind of good i guess that they like they don't have to name them but they they like to you know even sometimes when i was covering and doing notes for the show i i know that the enemies have names but i was just like oh the eagle flew in <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah well that that's uh, a weird case actually so good for them for including it so, I mean, Link is, is using his pillow to, to beat up the Moblins. He's doing some parkour shit. He, he's, he's doing, like, triple backflips, flips off the wall. They, they, like, it's right out of Assassin's Creed. It's pretty cool. Obviously, that's where they got the idea from, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They definitely watched this. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. the animation isn't great, but it's still, it's kind of cool if you just go with it, you know? The, the sickest part of this whole fight was when Link has his sword, and he, like, he uh, he puts it like forward, but the sword is facing behind his back, and the beam shoots yes. out and like hits a moblin. <laughs> I was just like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So with the beam, there's like, I feel like they go with the beam a lot more because it's like they don't want to show violence. Yes. Because uh, I feel like every like I remember how in like GI Joe in the 80s it was like they shot laser beams instead of bullets. So I feel like this is kind of that. Um, so that's kind of, kind of silly cause you never like see a proper sword fight. I don't think, but the upside is I, I do think the beam is kind of cool and I, I love the, all the classic sound effects from the first Zelda game. I think those are really iconic and awesome sounds and it's, it, they are very crunchy noises. <laughs> I love hearing them. Oh yeah. It sounds awesome. Uh, like I, I love hearing all like the little like arcadey kind of sounds in the show. I, I just think it like really adds something like it, it adds and it makes it cheesy, but like in a great way. Yeah, it, not it, in a stupid it way. It makes it feel video gamey and lighthearted. And, you know, that's it, the show at its best is that, I guess, for all its hell. Yeah, for all its faults. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Link's, Link's taking care of all these moblins. He even picks up a magical bow as a souvenir. It's important to note <laughs> that he still's got on no pants. He, he's no, yeah. just like doing flip flops, and somehow his junk is <laughs> flying, flying everywhere. So. It might be. But... <laughs> it could. Yeah, it could be actually. Who knows? Um, so yeah, he takes care of the moblins. I fucking loved this next scene, man. So Zelda comes <laughs> and knocks on Link's door. 
and uh, our boy thinks that he is getting a big kiss for uh, <laughs> stopping all the moblins. And instead, Zelda just like decks him right in the fucking face. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I do like, yeah, the timing, the comedic timing is great. I like seeing Link get beat up. Uh, so we get our uh, we get XM number two. Excuse me, princess. Zelda does seem actually like pretty impressed when Link tells her that he was fighting all these moblins, and she uh, she gives him the old like pat on the face, like thanks, friend, kind of thing, and then just. Leaves him high and dry. Uh, this was, I, I thought that this was absolutely amazing. Tell me if you remember this. The Link is is growling after this scene, and the transition goes from Link's mouth to Ganon's mouth, and Ganon is growling, <laughs> yeah. and it's so sweet. It, yeah, it's pretty, f- I, I love the Ganon yell. It's, it's so good. It's so funny. It's a good time. Uh, man, like, it's Ganon in particular, I feel like, is just voiced like so ridiculously in this show that it's like everything he says is unintentionally hilarious. It's so funny. I the guy who voice acts him, I think, does a lot of voice work. I think he's I I, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's pretty uh pretty uh, good. That dude. is Len Carlson. Okay, okay. Is the is the dude that voices him. Um but yeah, he everything he says is so funny and sinister and it, it, I I particularly love like in this scene and most scenes where it's just him talking to himself or maybe the Triforce of of power where he is just like teleporting around the room for no reason and yeah. screaming. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, he, here you go. Here's a bit of trivia. Mr. Len Carlson is from Alberta, Canada. So there you go. Okay, shout out Len. Yeah, roll tide. Uh, yeah, this guy's done. Uh, some pretty cool stuff but yeah ganon is just so like so ridiculous they and they i think i like that they took you know they're they don't have much to draw from and they're like okay what does ganon do it's like well he teleports around (laughs) so i guess that's he he's obsessed with it you know there's no reason for it but he just loves doing it is it weird that ganon isn't blue um not i think that's kind of weird yeah i guess so I, I mean, it's before there's really much, you know, establishing it. So it's like they took some liberties, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, he was blue in um, Zelda 1. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I never thought about that until like this second, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I guess uh, I, liberties indeed. <laughs> um, I like to imagine that uh, that Ganon is like... Basically, summoning his moblins and giving him the old, like, Vince McMahon, like, you're fired. <laughs> he does have that quality to him, yeah. Uh, he, to me, he's he's almost like a, the character voice of, like, when people are doing the Vince McMahon, like, imitation or whatever. Like, that's pretty much what I think of Ganon at all times, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he fucking incinerates all these moblins in this evil uh, magic thing. Like this little magic bowl, magic jar, whatever the hell it's, it's called. It's the evil jar. <laughs> the evil jar. Okay, th- it's the evil jar. Uh, it, I don't remember if it's this or the next episode, but that's one of my all-time favorite lines And is when he goes, Back in the evil jar! <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this is uh, aptly named. <laughs> oh, man. So at, at first, I'm thinking to myself, like, like, Ganon is what the fuck he's just talking to himself he's just monologuing and I'm like alright whatever and that's the point when I'm just like no 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 
this fucker is talking to the Triforce <laughs> of Power. That's awesome. I know. And then the Triforce of Power talks back. Yeah, it's. I, I remember this line, too, because he's like, he's like, there's an amateur magician contest that I'm going <laughs> to yeah. enter in. And I just always will remember the pow- Triforce of Power going, like, you're no amateur. You're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's a pretty sick plan, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to discover... Uh, I don't want to do spoilers, but I think every episode is Ganon's plan to steal the Triforce is specifically <laughs> not like an elaborate way to steal it, but an elaborate way to distract Zelda and Link while he personally goes to steal it. Uh, our boy is just like, well, if I... You know what? If I'm gonna get the Triforce of Wisdom, I gotta do it myself. <laughs> I guess so. You yeah. know what? That that takes wisdom right there to realize. So he's already <laughs> got one foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Ganon, Ganon's like, it's like he's looking through the papers. He's opening. It, he's like, hell yeah! There's a there's an amateur <laughs> magic show going on today, and the winner gets I don't know something. So that basically, part Ganon, <laughs> Ganon's like, fuck whatever. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna distract them with my not amateur magic and I'm going to steal that Triforce of Wisdom right from under their nose. And then Ganon fucking summons this sick ass, like I, I thought it was like a Professor X chair, uh-huh. but it also looked like an X-Wing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? When he gets his minions to carry yeah, him. Yeah. I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, they have, they have kind of cool gear. They look pretty pretty sweet. Uh, Ganon also gives like one of the one of the classic lines of this first episode. He gets to Hyrule, <laughs> a beautiful kingdom and a peaceful day. Well, that will all change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He fits right alongside some of the great '80s cartoon villains. You know. Oh, just wonderful, <laughs> awesome. Actually, and Zelda actually has has an amazing line too. This wizard, this amateur wizard, is like, <laughs> she. He's got this tomato and he's making it. Uh, He's basically showing his growing spell, and Zelda goes like, wonderful, it's getting bigger, and since I'm already in the mindset of, like, Link being a pervert, I could just imagine Link <laughs> saying, like, that's what she said or something, I don't know, it, oh, it popped me, I, I got a chuckle out of it. This cartoon was in the wrong era, if only that's what she said had been invented. That could have been Link's oh, catchphrase. <laughs> um, you know what, I'm gonna give an actual serious shout out here, though. Ganon's theme in this show sounds awesome. Yes. Yep. No, all the themes sound cool. Uh, they there's some like new themes too that aren't you know drawn from the games. This has got a good score all around. Yeah, I agree. With some that. I some agree of with the that. songs they just kind of they'll kind of replay a lot, but I mean I just think they're cool renditions. They come in very suddenly as well. Yeah, it's like Ganon's theme will just start like suddenly. Yeah, it's not it's not like masterfully edited or scored but they just are cool tunes so our boy ganon is in town <laughs> and uh, he's he summons a zubat to go and spy <laughs> on the uh the triforce of wisdom with the, and with then, the cutest little voice too <laughs> it was pretty adorable <laughs> actually this was this was pretty good so some magician is telling zelda that he found a way <laughs> to get rid of the smell from socks and i'm sitting there just like that's actually like a pretty sweet like like spell to yeah, have that's practical bro <laughs> yeah i don't care what ganon's doing we will we'll later see that obviously link needs that spell <laughs> yeah for his shit um but yeah so the zubat finds out where the triforce of wisdom is and reports <laughs> he back says, and link is in the tower 
<laughs> I'm a little baby. <laughs> Why does it sound like that? I thought it would be sinister. And he's he's a cute little guy. I goo. I got to hear your sprite imitation. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could do that without losing my voice. <laughs> so the the Tinkerbell looking fairy is named Sprite. Sprite with a with a Y, by the way, not like the not like the pop oh, Sprite. Okay. And little Sprite is basically hitting on Link and saying <laughs> Zelda's a snot. And I thought that was so funny because Link's like, I can't date you. You're only like three inches tall oh, or something she goes, like that. What? You don't like short girls? <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible impression, but... <laughs> We should, awesome. we should uh, going along with like the characterization you know we've got we've got lincoln zelda and then we've got this new character sprite who i think her main characterization is just cock blocking link yep. like anytime he ever comes close to kissing zelda there's sprite oh poor link <laughs> uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll touch back yeah, on that because yeah. goddamn <laughs> um, so ganon is uh, obviously no amateur and he summons a big dragon to attack Zelda. And I can't remember the dragon's name, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the bosses from Zelda 1. Am mm, I correct? It, it could it could be a reference, but like uh, Aquamentus, who's the dragon, has a horn. And then there's the other one, oh, okay. Gliak, has three heads. So I don't know. This might just be some bozo dragon. But I don't know why they oh. wouldn't just make it Aquamentus. Like, they, they love throwing in it, all these enemies. Yeah, like it's been uh it's probably been about a year or so, maybe longer since I've played the first Zelda. So I I'm thinking like this looks pretty familiar, so I think oh, yeah. that it's uh if you're just looking at the sprite too, it's like you could forget that it has a little, you know, two pixel horn. <laughs> you know what you know what you just said that totally just clicked for me? Hmm. That's why that's why Sprite the Fairy is named Sprite. Oh. Oh, as a reference to like sprites in general. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That must be it, hey. Yeah, that's that works. Yo, you just remind me that Link says a a lot in this show. Well, that's because uh, <laughs> he's probably voiced by by a Canadian I was, too. I was watching this with Kayla, and 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 they were like, "What is Link, Andy?" Because he's always like, "Yeah, pretty good, eh?" <laughs> okay, one, first of all, I don't say a no. a lot, and second of all, shout out to Link for repping <laughs> your kindred spirits. Yeah, you you damn right. He's He's my. I don't know, you did a masterful role, uh, in, impression of him for our ad, so. <laughs> uh, I I tried my best. You know what? Being a slime ball kind of came naturally, actually. <laughs> Link Link has the real um, uh, suit jacket and V neck vibe. Oh yes! <laughs> if if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, you gotta hit us up on Discord yeah. and and we'll chat about that. Uh, this is uh, this is another behind the scenes thing, but Sam really wouldn't kiss me for the rest of that night. Oh, because of this show? Uh, probably just because of like how I am. Oh, in general, okay. But, I know. would say this show is also a mood killer for sure. Well, that's that's definitely <laughs> true. Uh, so our boy, our boy Link, he takes the bait. He's coming out to fight that dragon, and he leaves the Triforce of Wisdom. <laughs> unattended which by the way this thing just sits in link's room yeah and link has <laughs> open like four windows. windows yeah are there knights <laughs> like what's going on here um our our boy david wayne nystrom actually uh asked us a question being like uh or actually i'm sorry it was uh 
uh, it was somebody from our one of our patrons asked us a question, and they were just like, "Where the fuck is the security for this thing?" Oh yeah, and uh, oh yeah, my, my god, like that's not very wise to leave the Triforce of Wisdom out where like literally anybody can take it. It was a uh, good old Paul R here said. Uh, it was it was Paul. Did okay. Zelda or the King fire everyone? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they threw all the guards in the evil jar. <laughs> Not the evil. Oh no. You're fire. Yeah, they should keep this thing like in the basement. <laughs> Not in the yeah, I, or like maybe somewhere. Like at least with no windows. Like close the windows. That being said, you I mean Ganon is really bad at getting this thing. So. And I guess, you know, he, he lives yeah. in the underworld, so, like, maybe putting it up higher, <laughs> he can't tunnel to it. And we're going to see Ganon uh, with some sick rides to get this thing oh, in later episodes flow. here, which... God. So, to, this, this speaking of flow, <laughs> this was absolutely unreal. To beat this dragon, so Link is down on his knees, he's got his shield up, he's blocking the dragon's fire, the fire is oh, coming, like, so hot sick. and heavy... Zelda just she looks and she sees like a plate of cookies and she's like I could eat a cookie takes it <laughs> throws them all in the air throws throws the tray up and Link shoots his sword beams and it ref- it hits the tray in the air and reflects back and bonks the dragon in the face and he's he's gonzo yeah those this was yeah, awesome that was sick those beams are pretty cool <laughs> one, one thing that's cool with the shield and like all the items is they they kind of pull them out like and they become bigger like they pull them they're tiny and they pull them out of their pocket and they grow like almost like it it's incredible and they don't explain it which is cool it's just like they another video gamey thing they've just embraced that there's like an inventory i mean sometimes they'll show like there's one part where it was like take these and they're like little tiny items but i don't yeah. know I, that's awesome <laughs> clever for it them is. and i i think they just say like they're magic and then that's that's their explanation yeah, and- and that's all they I glow need. pink like the sword beams do, and they make like a cool video gamey sound effect. And I thought that's awesome. Yeah. Cue it up, baby. XM number three. <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. Good shit. Good shit. Um, so our boy Ganon is uh, he has ascended the tower. He flicks away Sprite and grabs the Triforce of Wisdom. And uh, this is this is bad news for our heroes because he's got a, a head start on them. And he's going to the underworld, but luckily, Zelda has a plan. <laughs> Zelda gets the magic user who made that uh, aforementioned tomato get really big, and he gets him to make this little plant on the ground grow really, really big, kind of like a beanstalk. And they, how do they do this? They they hook one side of the plant yeah, under something? As it's like growing, they they hook the top to something. They like tie it off. So it like almost is pulled back like a catapult or slingshot type thing. So Link breaks the <laughs> rope that's holding the, the plant back and they slingshot, they catapult right in the air and they land right towards Ganon. <laughs> I mean, this is just genius. One genius. One thing that uh, it made me lose my mind and it continues to happen in this show throughout the series. Well, first of all, Link says... My kind of girl, completely crazy. But uh, they zoom in on his face when they say completely crazy, and his mouth does not move. <laughs> and it's like cool, and that happens you know a what? lot. I remember that actually. It, it happens. I thought in the maybe he was thinking too. that. No, it, it's yeah. just, it's just that's how it is. They they forgot 
to animate his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, the best part is, too, once they land, Link is more interested in, like, stealing kisses from Zelda than, like, actually catching <laughs> Ganon, which I respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how he saved anything. Well, I guess when Zelda is uh, kidnapped, maybe that was his, his great motivation. So Ganon basically runs by them, and he summons some uh, Stelphos, who they are, as you point out, they named yeah. Stelphos so that you know what the fuck we're <laughs> talking three about. What, three lousy Stelphos? <laughs> now, this is this is another ingenious move. So Ganon has got our heroes trapped. He's got three Stelphos coming in from one side, three Stelphos coming in from the other. It looks like they're going to overrun our heroes, but by God, Link has a plan. He takes off his belt. He looks at Zelda, raises his eyebrows, <laughs> and it's just like, stand, stand behind me. Uh, wraps his belt and ties them both together. And uh, I don't know really what the advantage to that is, but they start fighting and they uh, they kick that ass out of there and our heroes are victorious. <laughs> yeah, did... Uh... There, I think another one of my favorite lines ever here, too, is when one of the Stalfos gets, like, knocked back towards Ganon. Do you remember this? I, I, I think I do. I think I wrote it down, Where, too. Ganon's and like, Ganon, <laughs> no, you imbeciles, you do it like this. And Ganon starts throwing he punches. He starts shadowboxing. Like, he does this for a really yeah. long and time. And while he's doing it, he's going, <laughs> I wrote that down. And I was like, "What the fuck? This is this is incredible!" Again, it's like the sideshow Bob stepping on rakes because it goes on for yeah. like an uncomfortably long time. Yeah, and he's the master of his craft. You know, he really he just got so into the shadow boxing, and he was like, "You know what? I'm good at this." God damn it, Stalfos! No, you do it like this! Yeah, it's like Ganon gets in the ring and busts a quad. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Alright, so we're not we're not done no, yet. No. Um, as we're fighting, Astalfos throws a bomb at Link, and then Link uh, basically Babe Ruth home run hits it right back, and it hits Ganon just when it looks like Ganon is about to get away with the Triforce of Wisdom. <laughs> And just like that, our heroes have the Triforce back. <laughs> and Link, who is still wrapped with Zelda, he's got he's got oh, the belt around them, but somehow she managed mm, to turn around. Yeah, them. this this crossed the line a little bit. It was about to get really weird, I think. And she's like, let me go, and he's no. like, uh-uh, not without a like, kiss. Link's starting to get into some like <laughs> like predatory territory here. No, I and, but you know what? Zelda's just like, you know what? She's Link, down with okay, it. You, you, you deserve a kiss for re rescuing the Triforce of Wisdom, even though you were supposed to guard the fucking thing in the first place. <laughs> just when they're about to lock lips, goddamn Sprite comes in and fucks it all up. Ooh, the belt stuck. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I actually love that because, like, you kind of. I think that it's kind of funny that, like, she just doesn't like Zelda. And likes Link, and that's why she's always kind of, mm. like, cock We've got to love Triforce going. It, it, this was great. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. was great. The episode ends with just, like, um, a zoom in on her face. 
Yeah, well, Ganon is swearing revenge, oh, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, it, it, it ends very abruptly. Yeah, they well, they have a limited amount of time. I, I do remember the music fades fast, and the the Mario, <laughs> do the Mario kicks in pretty quickly. Do the Mario, I mean, we gotta get our Mario. Yeah, it, I love that we get to bookend every episode with Mario. So, uh, yeah, that is episode one of the Legend of Zelda cartoon. That's the ringer, and what a way to kick off this series. Oh, it was it was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> Ganon, he's in the evil jar. It's just <laughs> good stuff. Just absolutely iconic. Uh, <laughs> what else can you say? We hope that you guys thought that this episode was iconic. If you enjoyed this show, of course, we want you to tell everybody about it and uh, let them know where they can listen to this show too. tell them if it was worth the five bucks. I think that uh, this is going to be an absolutely incredible journey that's going to be worth every penny uh, if this first episode is any indication. Yes, this was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, give it, give us all that money and we'll recreate the Mario theme. Oh, we'll do the, <laughs> do we'll the do the Mario. I, it's pretty easy, actually. So yeah, um, so yeah, if you if you enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, it would really mean a lot if you if you could share it with uh, anyone who is not a patron. Tell them what they're missing out on. Um, again, everyone listening, thank you so much for your uh, for your patronage. And uh, you know, we look forward to going through every single episode of this with you. Uh, of course, head on over if you're not already and uh, check us out over on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts at Virtual Theater. I am at Spateri three sixteen. Gooey is at Gooey Fame. Virtual Theater is at virtual theater x that's only episode one we got a long ways to go and we're gonna get there next time we'll be back